0: Welcome to Right Side of the Brain, the podcast created by Interact Stroke Support. Interact are a charity that take professional actors into hospitals and stroke clubs to deliver a live interactive reading service to stroke survivors. And we now also deliver the service virtually, directly into people's homes. Please visit our website, www.interactstrokesupport.org, for more details. Our guest this week is interact actor and reader Russ Foley. Oh, hey Russ, how are you? Yes, great. I've never used this before. This is uh, this is very cool. Oh, really, it's really good to, to see you and uh, yeah. Ross Foley, uh, a very, very warm welcome to our podcast, The Right Side of the Brain. Yes, thank you very much. Um, Ross, uh, for, for our listeners, uh, tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, tell us you, where, where you were born and your journey, uh, which ended up uh, here as, as a professional actor working for Interact
1: right okay um so ross foley is my name ross ford is the actor the the actor name that i go by um so i was born in newport in 1993 um i uh, lived in cardiff for most of my life trained as an actor at the royal welsh college of music and drama in cardiff and then moved to london first of all when i graduated in 2016 and I've sort of been back and forth from Cardiff since then, really. I'm now currently living in Stratford in East London. Um, but I am I am hoping for a move back to South Wales again soon because, yeah, I can't really move very far without I'm missing it very much. So,
0: so how come you don't have a particularly strong Welsh accent? Um,
1: a, a mixture of things, I think. I think uh, training as an actor, I think it does neutralise accents a little bit. Um, but also my mum is from Manchester. Uh my dad is from Glasgow, uh though he does have a very strong uh risk at action at accent, specifically because he's lived there for most of his life. Um and also like a lot of my friends are from the north of England and from all over the the country. So yeah, sort of neutralized over the years.
0: Um now, I, I know what you mean about neutralizing accents when you go to uh, a, a drama school. Well, on my very first day at uh, a at drama school, um, mm. some drama teacher handed me a, a piece of paper and they said, could you read this sentence, please? And I went, uh, the man was singing in the park. And they went, <laughs> sorry, could, could you say that again? And I went, the man was singing in the park. Wow. I said, it's not singing, it's singing. Wow. And, and I, I sort of looked at them and thought, well, well, sorry, why are you, are you mad? It's, obviously, it's singing. We all say yeah. singing, where I come from, you know. And, um, uh, and in my day, uh, you, were, you were told, you know, if you had a regional accent, you had to get rid of it, basically. And so uh, uh, yes. I'm, a, I'm a bit surprised that uh, even in your day, that was sort of still the case.
1: Well, no, that's that's actually thankfully not um not still the case. They were very supportive of regional accents. I think I mean more in the sense of um because uh Welsh call focuses so much of their training on voice work, a lot of that is to do with broadening and, and um opening your voice. And so because um my accent before I started was a bit more like Cardiff, like more sort of flattened nasal that had to open. Um, and so I think then I got used to that and then suddenly I come home after three years and my mum, my, my dad are like, where's your accent gone? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I am missing it now. Sometimes I put it on just to feel like I'm more Welsh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Ross, how did you hmm. find out about Interact and and what was it about Interact that made you think, oh, I'd I'd really like to uh, participate, you know, uh, with with that hmm. with that charity? um so firstly
1: I heard about interact through my friend Esme Um, yeah I had known her I can't remember where where I met Esme but she trained at um, Royal Conservatoire Scotland um, and I think we had we had some Celtic connection somewhere Um, and she had messaged me at some point saying um, hey are you still living in Cardiff because this charity I work for interact are expanding into Cardiff and this is what they do: they they um, hire actors to read to stroke survivors. And I was like, "Wow, that immediately sounds really interesting." Tell me more. And so she told me about the charity. Um, I wrote to you, and then you uh, interviewed me, and that was in twenty that was in October twenty nineteen, in a different nice. era. Yes, um, and i I was totally hooked on the idea of um, first of all reading stories. I love reading stories. Um, and secondly, of of playing a role in, you know, uh, the sort of rehabilitation of, of people's mental health as well as their, um, you know, the stroke recovery. I just found it such an interesting idea. And having now been with Interact for almost three years, um, I have seen that it, it works, it genuinely works. Um, but yeah, that, that's what twigged my interest from the very beginning.
0: Ross, you've also done um, the Interact at Home uh, Mm -hmm. project as well, which obviously uh, was partly forced upon us because of COVID, but also, you know, we've always felt, well, actually, irrespective of COVID, this is a a really good thing for us Mm. to be doing, you know, even when we do go back uh, into the hospitals. Mm. And um, one of the reasons I wanted to interview you was. Because of the feedback we get about you uh, mm. from people that use the service, which is "Oh my God," you know, we, we've had such a fantastic experience with Ross, you know. So you're obviously giving something really special, and that's not to say, by the way, that all the other actors don't mm. do the same. No, of but it, it is it is very striking, you know. And so I, I wanted to, to to sort of know a little bit more about that a little bit more about the difference between delivering the service let's say in cardiff mm. and delivering the service as a one-to-one mm. but using a format like this whether it's this type of thing or zoom or the telephone whatever yeah yeah um
1: i think the difference immediately with reading it at the bedside of a recent stroke survivor um, and on Zoom is that the majority of the time in hospital, they they had very recently recovered from a stroke. And so their communication skills were, um, uh, they, they found it much harder to communicate than the people that I speak with on the phone or on Zoom um, because it was so recently. Um, so because of that, I would say that my my role would be to, glean from them as much as possible, what sort of stories they would like. And then I would come back to them, you know, in the following weeks and I'd know then, oh, this person likes sports stories. This person likes a mystery. Um, but beyond that, the, it, it it was largely reading stories, trying to glean from them if they enjoyed it or not, and then moving with that. So it was lots of improv involved in trying to figure out what they liked. Um, And then whereas with Zoom and the groups and the individuals that I speak to um, with Interact at Home, um, a lot of them had strokes like decades ago. Some also very recently, but especially with the groups, there will be um, a host who will, if that person isn't able to respond. Like yesterday I did a group, um, I had a, a, a session with the Norfolk Stroke Group. Um, and one of the ladies, she finds it very difficult to to say anything. And so the host stepped in and said, okay, so this is so, and so they like this. And they recently, their husband has just moved or, you know, and so had various things to say about them. So then what I, so I think my, my, (laughs) my style with the groups is I have always liked to the very beginning of the sessions, get a feel for everybody. So I've, I've read to some of the groups, 10, 20, 30, 40 times almost by now. Um, But at the beginning of each session, I'll have a question for them. So I'll say, um, what sort of colour are you feeling like today? Um, Tell me something that you've done recently that you're really proud of. Tell me something you've got coming up you're really looking forward to. And even if, when they start to respond, they go off on a total tangent, what it does, it encourages conversation and communication with each member of the group. And because of how Zoom works, everybody can chime in and say certain things. And um, So then that will take a certain amount of time. And then I'll read some stories, some poems, some jokes, um, and then I'll do a quiz at the end. So at the beginning, we've got a check-in. They get to engage emotionally. In the beginning, we've in the middle, we've got stories they get to engage creatively and at the end we've got a quiz and so they get to really engage that sort of thoughtful part of their brain where they have to really think of the, the correct answers for things so in all i feel like it's a it's like a workout right it, it, by the end of it um an hour is definitely long enough when we go okay great this is uh it's been felt like a really invigorating thing for me at least and it's it's lovely to know that that feedback is coming through that it works
0: I think that's such a fascinating thing that you just said there, Ross. I I think you've described it brilliantly uh, when you say it's like a workout Mm. because that really does encapsulate, you know, that mental stimulation, which Mm. in many ways is two way. So, you know, the, the actor who is delivering um, the session as well Mm. as the recipients themselves, are both having a, a mental stimulation for a period yeah. of uh, maybe up to half an hour if it's an individual session, or up yeah. to an hour, like you said. You know, mm-hmm. if, it's, if, if you're in, in in a group session, um, what what do you get out of it you, you, yourself? Well, you know, when when you're delivering these things, and you're you obviously see and you you know how you know well liked you are. You know, people ask mm-hmm. for you and and. Uh, you know, we've had we've had various instances where people have said, "I don't want anybody else but him," and that kind <laughs> of thing. You know, uh, which is, which has made me which has made me cross in the past. But uh, you know, hey, yeah. hey, I put my hands up and, and own my mistakes too. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so what what do you get out of it then, yourself? I love telling
1: stories. I love telling stories. I, I am always um, drawn towards comic stories and, and just funny anecdotes and quips and even just funny one liners. I, I, I've always been drawn to that. And so I love, you know, making people laugh. And so I think that, um, but also something that I have learned through working with Interact is that uh, it can be anything. I just love telling an interesting story. Um, one of the ladies that I, I speak with once a week, um, I have now been reading to her for, uh, about 18 months. And I, I read all of Michael Palin's around the world in 80 days, and now I'm reading pole to pole with her. They are funny. And Michael Palin is, is naturally very funny, but a lot of the time it's just describing landscapes or a people or a, a city. Um, and I love it. I, I, I just love you know reading the words of somebody who's very good at writing um, and sharing these stories. And to use her as an example, she um, struggled very much to talk when I first um, was calling her, because I speak to her on the phone. Um, she wasn't able to communicate very much at all. And what I learned in, in reading Around the World in 80 Days is that she has gone traveling a lot in her life uh, with her husband. And with work and all sorts of things. And what started to happen is I'd be reading and then she'd start to interject and say, Oh, I've been, I've been to Dubai. I've been to Dubai. And we couldn't she couldn't really explain much more about it. But then the more we got on, she got more confident and she'd start talking. Then she'd be talking for like five minutes about this time. She went to France and she went to this restaurant that it sounds like Michael Palin is talking about and how they serve this fish. And it unlocked this thing. And I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" That all I'm doing is reading this story. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I love sharing stories. I think really that's when I dig into it. That's largely why I've always wanted to be an actor because I've always loved telling stories, making people laugh, um, putting on voices, and yeah.
0: And uh, you know, and I think there, what, what's interesting is is you're you're not giving yourself the credit that you actually deserve there because. I would say that people like yourself, Ross, and all the other interact actors, that it's more than telling stories. They bring the stories to life with those accents, with those characters, yeah. because they're professional actors, and and that's what different differentiates uh, a Ross from from interact picking just anybody who can read, mm. Mm. The, 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 the you know anybody who can read, like you know my my twenty four year old son, you know can read. You know, he, he's not necessarily going to bring it to life and, and inhabit the pole to pole landscape that that you were de- describing just now as a professional mm. actor would, and and I think that that's is is of, of great benefit to to the recipients. That's the thing that they they love so much. Um, as someone that's been with Interact for a while now, Ross, mm-hmm. are there any areas that you think well, actually, Interact should should be looking at doing this or we should be looking at doing that covid aside of course uh-huh. if there was n- no covid what 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 would you say oh, i wish interact you know might consider you know expanding here or thinking about this etc
1: um do you know what? i i i have thought about this before because i think you, you put this in an email of Maybe a year ago now, and I I had thought about this, and I honestly think that you're hitting the interact is hitting all of the all of the markers that it 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 needs to be really. Like when I first learned about interact, I thought, yeah, of course, they're they're a charity that works in hospitals at the bedside of a recent stroke survivor because it's about using stories to um, engage them in conversation, and that is exactly where it needs to be. Nowhere else. Then when lockdown happened and it was terribly sad because I could see even in just a few months that I was going to the hospitals, the impact it was having. One of the lads, to go off on a tangent here, one of the lads that I, I saw when I first went in was 18 years old and he had recently suffered a, a major stroke. And I left uh, in March, you met, sent an email out saying, we need to come out of hospitals now because this COVID thing is very real. Um, so October, November, December, so six months later, He was walking, he was talking, having full conversations. And that isn't only to do with, you know, reading stories to them, but I would talk to him during reading to him and he he would just really come out of himself and it was wonderful. Um, Anyway, so to go back to my original point, um, I thought that that was the sole purpose of Interact. And then lockdown happened, it was very sad, and then the 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 collaboration with the stroke association was suggested and I came on board said yeah I'd love to I'd love to do this I'd love to yeah do what I was doing in hospitals online yeah how does this work and there's a group of people I'm like you know muddling through it and then realizing that this this is perfect because it means that uh there's no travel involved it means that we can contact people who are like so Norfolk stroke group I I wouldn't be able to get to Norfolk to read to somebody um One of the ladies I speak to um, every few weeks, she's in the deepest, darkest Scotland, you know. Uh, And though she particularly hasn't suffered a stroke recently, in fact, I think it was 15 years ago, she still benefits greatly from the service because of Interact at Home, because of our ability and our collaboration with the Stroke Association now um, in being able to deliver this remotely. so, in answer to the question, I, I cannot truly think of anything that interact um, should definitely, you know, should do anything else. I, yeah, I think interact at
0: home and being able to go back to hospitals now is brilliant. You see, one yeah. one of the things that I think, and I, I'd be interesting to know what what you think as an as an actor on this, is that uh-huh. I, I I sometimes look and think, well, I, I agree I agree with what you've just said, um, but. You know, I sort of think of the, the little old lady who uh, is bedridden uh-huh. and who can't get out of, of her home. Now, she's not necessarily had a stroke, uh-huh. but she would really benefit from, you know, a half an hour with an, an interact actor spending time uh-huh. with her uh-huh. and um, or somebody who maybe has had dementia. Uh-huh. And the, the second biggest cause of dementia is actually stroke. Um, or a, a lot of other people who are suffering from loneliness, which is such a huge mm-hmm. problem in society, mm-hmm. and has you know mental health um, implications, you know, connected to it. Mm. I, I think a, a lot of that grouping of people may not necessarily be stroke survivors. Right. That they would really benefit from a relationship with us. And so that, that, that's just something, you know, where if, if I was to, you know, think, well, how do we expand? I, I just wonder, you know, whether there is, you know, the possibility of further co- collaborative partnerships with other mm. organizations. Obviously, we will always uh, partner up with stroke-related um, organizations, mm. stroke association, different strokes, headway, I mean, whoever they are but but these other groupings they they might also have people who would really benefit uh, i mean that th- that's one of the things that i'm i'm thinking of i was just sort of wondering what you thought about that
1: actually yes i think i've been thinking too binary with it really just thinking stroke survivors but actually you're absolutely right you know it's in the name of the charity interact it's about interaction right and so if that means we can expand and and read to people who are living with loneliness, um, the recent death of a loved one, you know, all of these, this gamut of things that can happen in, you know, to people all over the world. If by us speaking to them, sharing stories with them, we don't even need to speak to them. Some of the people I, I, I call, I rarely get a word from them. I say, hi, this is Ross. So today we're going to be reading this or, you know, but I know that it makes a difference because they're, their, their partners or their, their, their spouses will email me saying that was really good. Thank you so much. They loved it. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I think that's a wonderful idea if we can expand and yeah, connect with other charities, that would be
0: wonderful. Because, because I, I always think, and you know, I mean, I, I, I'm sure that there are you know people who will, you know, where, d- disagree with me, which is fair enough, but I, I always think, well, surely that's the best way to raise our profile as as a charity is to yeah. connect with the non-stroke world yeah you know yeah. it's only by making a connection with the non-stroke world that people that that little old lady that i was describing yeah. who's bedridden you know who you know who would really benefit from our service but who may not necessarily be a stroke survivor she might think well i'm, I'm you know i might make a donation to them and the reason she would think that is because she's had our service and she enjoys it yeah. You know, and so that that's the way I've always thought. I have I've thought, you know, it, it's a, it's a shame that our, the, the, the people who know us at the moment are are mm. only the people that we actually work with. Otherwise, in the outside world, you know, there's not that many people who know us. And so this would be a very, very good way, surely,
1: yeah. of,
0: of increasing our profile and increasing our reach. Yeah,
1: yeah. I agree. I think that's a brilliant idea. And that's one thing that that does sadden me, that more people don't know about Interact. And everybody I speak to about it, a friend that I told you about recently, who I, she was like, hey, what have you been up to in lockdown? I said, well, one of the major things I've been up to is working with this Interact stroke support charity. And she was like, what's that? And I told her, she was like, that is amazing. How do I get in touch? I'd love to be involved. Um, yeah, she yeah, still so hasn't. Just, she hasn't contacted me yet. No, I know. I messaged her early on saying, "Hey, have you messaged?" She said, "No, sorry, I've been so full <laughs> up with work." I said, "It's okay. Yeah, is looking forward to hearing from you." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I wanted to uh, j- j- just ask you mm. as well, mm-hmm. um, with with regards to uh, interact and and the hospital work and and things like that. One of the things, and again, this is um, if we can pretend we live in a post-COVID world, which hopefully is going to be very soon. Mm-hmm. One of the things that genuinely has always interested me is when people have been discharged from the hospital, what happens to them? And uh, uh, um, as I'm aware, you know, they'll have six to eight weeks of occupational and speech therapy mm-hmm. intervention, and then they're largely on their own. And like you said earlier, Ross, you know you will be in, um uh, interacting with people virtually um who may have had a stroke many years ago mm. and i i i find it really interesting if we could start doing creative community projects with people in the community which which encourages their creativity we were actually uh-huh. doing this before covid came along we've got a wonderful um, a creative community liaison officer called Fayon, Fayon Dixon. Mm. And she, she was looking after this where, you know, we were gathering groups of people together and instead of us going, well, we're actors and you know, we're going to show you our skills. What we were doing was we, we were saying, well, what is it that you want to do and uh-huh. you can use us to facilitate whatever it is you want to do. So mm. different groups were doing different things. So one group was doing desert Island discs Wow. and so the, act, the actors were what their role was to you know facilitate getting the music sourcing it interviewing each person why does this music mean a lot to you um creating a, a cd or an mp3 these days and mm. um, handing it to each individual participant um another group wanted to do eastenders for the radio <laughs> yeah so we, we we did that there was an, another group who who did a a radio play and another group did a murder mystery. And so everything was different, Mm. you know, but the thing that was interesting was just how much confidence everybody Mm. garnered Mm. self-confidence coming out of particularly out of social isolation. Yeah. That is very, very much something that I would like interact actors to be, to be doing in a in Mm. a post-covid world i think that's a lovely idea yeah i like that a lot yeah and 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 in that sense we can really be sort of following people along we could be working with them in the hospital when they Mm. leave the hospital uh, if they go to a stroke club we could be working with them there but even if they don't go to a stroke club we could invite them to participate in a creative project of their choice, you know it's, it's up to them and the rest of their group what it is that, that they they would like to do, and we could work with them on that level, so we're sort of constantly uh, f- following people along um, yeah. I, I think the idea was working very very well, you know but mm. then of course you know this this virus has has, has put a spanner in the works, mm. but hopefully that that will that will change. I think,
1: what, yeah,
0: what's, I think that's a wonderful idea, yeah. What, yeah. What's, uh, what, uh, give us one of your most memorable experiences as, a, as a, an Interact reader, Ross. One of
1: my most memorable experiences?
0: Um, one of the groups
1: I read with, the South Wales Stroke Group, um, very wonderfully organised by Paul. Um, he, So I think, I think I also that was the very first stroke group I did, potentially, I was with them for a few weeks, and then on the next time I was coming along, Paul sent me an email saying, "I'm um, uh, very sorry to let you know one of um, the members, so and so, has died um, in the last week, and so won't be with us this week." Um, so just to let you know. Um, so then I joined, and and um, you know everybody was very sad he wasn't there, but you know very grateful for the session. Um, and Paul said to me that. I mean it, it I had been in his life for like I think 3 weeks um but Paul said that he had um really enjoyed these sessions very much and it made him very happy and you know um yeah and that stuck with me because it just made me realize okay that th- I do make a difference this is making a difference this is worth you know it is worth their time me being here which which I, I just just solidified for me the importance of doing this sort of work um and also you know that that group particularly, they they love like like silly humor, Pamers poems. I re- I think I've read the entire of Air's back catalog to them. <laughs> um, like they like really dirty jokes and like sort of you know adult humor stuff. Um, so yeah, but Paul said particularly that 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 silliness that we would share. You know, once it was once a week I think for a little while at the beginning. Um, just, you know, to have a, an hour that was just laughing and joking. And, you know, that really stuck with me. Him saying that this this man who had sadly died, he, he had he spent a, a, a few hours laughing and
0: joking with me in the group. Yeah. Oh, that That's that's really lovely. One final thing um, hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd like to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, you also do the telephone service as well, isn't it, Ross? That's right. What what's that like? Where you you don't actually have a a physical hmm. um, link uh, where you can actually see somebody. Hmm.
1: Very strange at first because that was my only experience at the beginning of like seeing somebody in bed or or um, through the the webcam. Um, but actually, once I got used to it, I don't think it it, it dampens the experience at all. Um, I suppose what it might do is encourage um them to to talk a little more because they can't see me so they can't gesture um so maybe that encourages conversation more but on my side no it doesn't doesn't um dampen the experience
0: it's really weird because you know i added that the the telephone option just as an add-on but when i when when i was setting this the whole thing up and Uh it turns out it's our most popular oh really yeah, it's the most popular one, you know, and uh, pe- people love the, tel- the telephone version, you know, and I didn't realise it was going to be so popular. But they, perhaps, they, yeah. it, perhaps it has something to do with, you know, it, it it's less
1: intrusive in the best form of the word, you know, yeah, they, they, yeah, it's just their voice. But also a lot of the people we speak to are, um, you know, 60 plus and the majority of their, you know, their youth would have been getting to know people over the phone. So that could be bringing out all sorts of stuff, you know
0: that's right yeah maybe it's that's that right too. ross thank you so much for being a fantastic interact reader a fantastic ambassador for, for the work that we do we, our name uh, we, we get our good name because of people like yourself you know and so uh, i can't thank you enough for the for the wonderful work that you do and thank you so much for for spending some time with me today on uh, right well. side of the brain thank you so much ninja i think you for helped me on oh uh, no pleasure that was Ross Foley. For more information on our work, please do visit our website at www.interactstrokesupport.org. And if you're feeling generous, please do click on the big red donate button. We very much look forward to your company on the next edition of Right Side of the Brain.